When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals and Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas. Welcome to Sports Day. It is a Thursday afternoon. Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. Hello, Satsy. Jace, listeners, as I just got me as I'm chomping on my red apple. I'm sorry, red or green apples, Jace? Uh, red, mate. Yeah, well, well, hang on. Hang, you know that because I'm the one who buys the fruit <laughs> every single week. You've not even chucked in once. Mm. How come I'm the one who, who supplies the fruit? You haven't even said thanks. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Plethora of uh, interviews tonight. It's a busy one. It is a busy one. It's night. a busy one. And you know how, you know, Four Pines Brewing Co. is the official beer <laughs> of Sports Day with Badge and Sats and, oh. and, and Woogie. Uh, I've actually teed up an interview with Sarah Turner, who's the beer whisperer mm. from Four Pines. I, I've just got a couple of questions I want to ask her. Like, how freaking good is your job do you think you'll become one of the characters of four pines they could invent a new character that would be a dream come true woogie woogie the, the four pines <laughs> pilferer i'm not sure oh, that's a bit like yeah it's got to be positive something yeah. you know something you could wheel out to schools <laughs> you know and, and kiddies no. No. No, you can't do Okay, all right. Well, we'll, we'll workshop that one. I'll hey, tell you what, sh- we, what? what, we spoke about the Brisbane Broncos and their chances in 2021. Yeah. I'm looking forward to talking to uh, a guy I've known for a long time, their assistant coach, Johnny Cartwright, who I, I keep forgetting that he was appointed as the assistant coach to Kevy. They go back a long way, 1990 Kangaroo Tour. They've been good mates for a long, long time. Um. I'm going to ask him about this story that I believe is just developing and bubbling along in the background as well. Yeah. I raised it last night. I have it on very good authority. It's a rumour, but Cameron Smith will be signing with the Broncos. And I've got a feeling there's going to be some sort of announcement soon about this. Do you reckon? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Andrew McCulloch, again, Andrew McCulloch, gone to the Dragons. Yeah. Freeze up a half a mil. Okay. Cam Smith, maybe from, I don't know, maybe from April onwards. Okay. We'll, so, join, we'll so join the Broncos as their number nine. That would make sense because it would be like a $500,000 contract. Instead of a mil. Yep. St- instead of a million. You're right there, okay. mate. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know. I'm going to ask Cardi. He'll give, me, he'll give it to us straight. <laughs> no, no one's. Oh, I just got this well, feeling. And Mal, hasn't Mal come out today? Well, Mal's come out today in the launch of uh, Fox Sports footy for 2021 this year. He's come out today and just he's – He's put everyone straight. That the Gold Coast Titans, he won't be playing for the Titans. We haven't spoken to him. He's refused to answer my phone calls. So he's basically just um, 
He's narrowed it down to retirement or playing again for only one other team. Okay, so, so that ruins last night's rumour that we had yeah. where we said he's going to play for the Titans because okay. Steve Mitchell didn't give us a straight mm-hmm. answer. So well, let's bury that one. Yep. He's not going to the I've Titans. I've got a mate that lives near him who's, who has seen him mowing his lawn on his ride on mower Is some this the morning. same bloke I know as well, an accountant? No. Ah. And I'm going to ask him just to go and front him yep. in his front yard yep. while he's mowing his lawn. What colour beanie and scarf <laughs> is he wearing while he's mowing the lawn? Because he lives at the back of the Goldie, doesn't he? Somewhere up there, yeah. Yeah. So maybe yeah, – or, or is he wearing a footy jumper whilst he's mowing the lawn? Does it look new? Has it still got the tag on it? Is he nude? Is No. On the, mowing the lawn. We went through this yesterday. <laughs> he was on a horse nude yesterday <laughs> – now he's, on a, now he's on a ride on lawnmower. Now he's on a John, what are they called? Deering. Yeah, John Deere. He's naked on a John Deere at the moment. Yeah. Is, is that what the go is? Yeah. God, I hope he's not listening. Hey, a hot topic tonight in celebration of the Indigenous All-Stars and the Maori All-Stars on Saturday night. God, I'm looking forward to this game. It's great. I've got Johnston down for eight tries. Okay. Cause I don't happen. think he's actually playing. But he anyway. is. Is he? Yeah, he's on the wing. Oh, Alex Johnson. I yeah. Sean Johnson. No, Alex yeah. Johnson. No, yep. uh, uh, South Sydney winger. I'm really looking forward to Benji Marshall and his brother Jeremy Marshall King playing alongside each other in the Maldi jersey. Yeah. And yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing Latrell Mitchell back. Do you know what I love about this concept? Whether it's the, uh, the Indigenous All-Stars, the Maori All-Stars, it's the meaning that comes behind it. It's yep. not about the game. It's about the education, the understanding leading up. You know, I've spoken to many players over the years that have gone into the Indigenous camp, Jace, and listeners, and they didn't know anything about their culture or their heritage or where they came from, their tribe that they came from. And going into these these camps for a week mm. has given them a true understanding of, of what it means to be an Indigenous Australian or, or, a, or a Maldi as well. So um, that's what it's about. And it's, I don't think we educate our our kids enough about our Indigenous no. culture and our, our heritage and where we came from. And I don't think we've educated our um, parents of kids. Like myself, I'm a pasty, fat, white guy. <laughs> and I don't I, I don't understand that culture well, as well. And this is educating me more. And half the players I see running around for the Indigenous All-Stars, I didn't know their background was Indigenous. Mm. And, and it, it educates everybody. It really does. And it's, it's only touch. It's not even scratching the surface. No, There's so right. much that goes yeah. underneath. Yeah. My wife's from the South Island, New Zealand. She said, growing up in school, they were educated everything about the the Maori culture. Yep. And I think we need to jump on the back of that. Absolutely, this, absolutely. I, I love this game, what it stands for. I love yep. the pride, um, and the humility that comes with it as well. And yeah. let, let's. There's another thing. There's a cherry on top. Sats. What's that? The talent. That we'll see yeah. in action on Saturday night. It's a pity we've lost some of the Melbourne players due to that COVID shutdown they had, but it's still going to be good. Mm. It's going to be a great game. Great trial. It's a good game for a trial. So our hot topic tonight is, who's the best Indigenous player you've ever seen? The best or your favourite? Well, your favourite. Well, it's the same. It's yeah. the same. Well, no, not really. Well, for me it is. Okay. Larry Corowa. Oh, the Flash. The Tigers flash. legend, mate. What, what a player. The hill at Leichhardt used to only raise for only a couple of players. Benji's one. Larry Corral was one. As soon as you used to get the ball, that whole hill just used to rise off their feet. Yeah, he was wow. an amazing, an amazing well, player. Just thinking on the run here, should we open it up to the to your favourite Maori player as well? Yeah, let's let's, let's cover it. both Absolutely. sides. Sunny yeah. Bill. Sunny Bill? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, good one. Let me think about it. Benji. I'll give you mine. 
Yeah. Benji, outstanding. Yep. You know, it's been some fantastic. Play. Roy Was Roy Asatasi? No, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure where yeah. Roy's from. He's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But anyway, one three hundred forty two fifteen thirty three 1533 or 0477-736-736. Shoot us a text. Who's your favourite Indigenous uh, and or who's your favourite Maori players? We get ready for that Indigenous and Maori All-Stars game uh, to Saturday night. And not only was it the, is the game being played on Saturday night, all day on Fox Sports today, yeah. they're doing a countdown of the greatest Indigenous players and showing their best games. And we've seen Preston Campbell's when he won the Dallium in 2001. Cliffy Lyons, his, his combination with Steve Menzies. Steve Ranoff playing in a game for the Broncos as well. It's, it's tremendous to watch. David Peachy. What about Olsen Filipina? Oh, oh <laughs> incredible. Don't get me started. Incredible. Ask Wally Lewis. Uh, and Sats, uh, you'll be previewing the Bulldogs' chances in 2021 as yes. well. That'll be coming up real soon. Right now, though, let's get to a sports update. Now, time for a Sports Day sports update for Pharmacy Sleep Services. Get tested for sleep apnea. Mate, we have to fly through this. We've been chatting for too long. Uh, let's get to a, an Australian Open update first. Kia's open season on now with match-winning deals. Uh, Rafa uh, knocked out last night. How did he lose? An amazing comeback from Sitsipas, the only the third man sats. I know you love your stats around uh, the Australian Open when I deliver them to you, but he's only the third man to come back from two sets down to beat Nadal at a Grand Slam. Yeah. It was tough. Mm. It was courageous, uh, and it wasn't only. You know, we've seen in games throughout the Australian Open, if we go, they go to three sets in the in the ladies and the women's and the and the five set in the men's, there's there's a blowout in one. In one of those sets, like a six-two or a six-three, this went all the way to the wire. Even those those last three sets at Tsitsipas um, beat Nadal to come back from two sets down. Yeah, there was there was there was tie breakers in there. There was there was moments where he had to hold his nerve, and he did. Yeah, uh, Dylan Olcott uh, has won his seventh yeah. Australian Open last night. That Freakish. was that was great to see as well. Today uh, in action, we saw um, Naomi Osaka. Beats uh, Serena Williams comfortably in straight sets. She even came back from being down two love. Yeah, in the first set, that was a that was a great game. Yeah, well, again, it was all about the power of the second service of any player. That's when Serena Williams attacks on the second service, and her return of service is always so powerful. But Naomi Osaka didn't give her a chance on on the second service. Sir, first serves are amazing. Serena Williams got a little bit frustrated, but what's thirty nine, forty years of age. The question will be, will we see her back next year? If she makes a final, a semi-final at 39, 40 years of age, she's doing plenty of things right. Yeah, she was um, She was very good. 6-3, 6-4, she won that one. In the other women's semi-final, uh, Jennifer Brady uh, knocked out uh, Carolina. It's Makova. Makova. Uh, after everyone was using a B yesterday, yep. it's changed today. She won 6-4, 3-6. Six four, so she'll now take on um, Naomi Osaka in the final on Saturday uh, tonight. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to this match: uh, Djokovic versus the young Russian uh, qualifier in Karadzvet. Mm. Uh, this is going to be great. Well, you always get you get a couple of those stories, don't you, in these in these Grand Slam matches, these majors where. One just comes out of left field. Yeah. Like, it would have been great if Machova would have got through because she comes from a great story. Yeah, it's an amazing from story. From the Czech, the Czech um, 
uh, well, their version of Tennis Australia just gave up on her. The yeah. country gave up on her. She had to borrow money from her family to go on a satellite tour. Now she's in the top 30, back in the top 30. Being absolutely destroyed by yeah. injury. Yeah, so um, this is where the Russian coming up against Djokovic, this is where you, you, you see le- legends can be born well, from games like this. Um, he's done very well to get where he's gotten, and he's beaten some good players. Yeah. He's paying $7 tonight in mm. a two-horse race. It's worth maybe putting 50 cents on him just to have some interest. That game, 7.30 Melbourne time uh, tonight. That's our Aussie Open update. It's open season of care with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. Other sporting news. Um, well, I talked about uh, Cam Smith off the top of the show. Um, will he become a Bronco after uh, after um, Mao's comments today? And the interesting thing, didn't he say something like it's a $550,000 question for Kevy? He said, don't ask me. I've tried to contact him. I can't get hold of him. He's the hardest man to get hold of. <laughs> and um, he shouldn't be asking me. You should be asking Kevy. That's the $550,000 question. So Kevy was at Fox Sports, remember, but of course he's had to give up, give up that role. Now he's a, a head coach. Um, the $550,000 question makes sense. Is it a little bit of a, a jibe or a little bit of an in, an in, some intel into what Mel knows about what Cam might be doing? Yeah, I don't know. Or is he just feeding the whole media okay. frenzy about this? I'm going to this? throw this out there. Zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. Are you sick of talking about Cam Smith or hearing about Cam Smith? It'll be over next week. Do you reckon? I reckon in the next two weeks, a decision will be made well, to be all over and done with. Because the Gold Coast Titans are taken out of the equation. McCulloch yeah. moves on. Season's <laughs> three weeks away. You just feel as though he's got to address it in some way. And I had some good oil yesterday. Okay. And I only share the really good oil with yeah. you. You know that. Who was the person who told you first up that Origin was going to be in November last year? Peter Volandis. It was not. Mm-hmm. Hey, listen, uh, off the text, 0477 736 I'm disgusted in you both. Not the first time I've heard that. Mm-hmm. How could you not pick Artie Beetson as the best Indigenous player? Yeah, um, he's an immortal. But again, it's, it's, it's subjective, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got another text here. Sorry, boys. I was half cut watching replays of last year's <laughs> games the other day. I apologise. I hope for forgiveness. <laughs> Is that to one of us personally? I or? don't know. I don't know. Here's another one for you. Uh, Ron sent us a, a text. Hi, boys. For me, you cannot split Ricky Walford and Greg oh, Inglis. Oh, Ricky Walford. Who can ever forget? I mean, it's not a great great image of Ricky Walford because he was chasing Steve Renoff for the 92 grand final. And Ricky Walford, the Panther, he was quick. But he just wasn't quick enough to catch Steve Ronoff in the 92 grand final. He was an amazing player from Walgett. But not only that, just what an amazing human being off the field. Um, keep your texts uh, and calls coming through 0477 736 736 for your favourite Indigenous or Maori player. I'll throw one out there right now. He's my favourite of all time. Okay, Peston Campbell. I know that's an emotional oh, yeah. one because I got to play with him and played his debut with him in 98 and then obviously won a comp with him. He's my favourite of all time. But, you know... Geez, Artie's got to be up there. All right, listen, we're going to go to a break shortly. Just a couple of things. I want I, no comments on these, please. Uh, ben Hunt, Dragon Skipper. Okay, we knew that was going to happen. Yep. Or something similar with Hook being there. Did and talks to the Cowboys. Yeah, and the NRL anti-doping tribunal has imposed a twenty-month suspension on former NRL player James Seguiaro. Yeah, uh, today as well. And Canterbury power brokers are expected to spare our good mate Adam Elliott. Uh, from the axe if he takes ownership Mm. of his mistakes after he was caught making out 
with a player's uh, uh, with a mate, an ex player's girlfriend. Yeah, oh, they can't sack him. I mean, it's not ideal, but they can't sack him. And just to go back to the text message zero four double seven seven three six seven three six. You guys beat me to it, Olsen Filipana. I was also a huge fan of Nathan Blacklock, Ricky Walford. Love listening to you guys. Maxie from Junee. Well done, Junie Maxie. Diesels. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Snoring, waking up tired. Find out if you have sleep apnea. Book a home sleep test at Pharmacy Sleep Services. Sats, as you know, uh, thanks to me, Four Pines Brewing Company is the official beer of Sports Day with Badge and Sats. I thought we should get know more about the beer and the characters behind the beer. We've got Sarah Turner. She, believe it or not, is the beer whisperer at Four Pines. Hello, Sarah. G'day, how you going? Yeah, very good, thanks. Uh, first of all, I know he's smiling already at me. I just want to say, <laughs> you know and it. this was my suggestion for this interview today, by the way, because my good friends at Four Pines Brewing Co., who are the proud beer sponsors of Sports Day with Sats and uh, Badge and Sats, Sarah is the beer whisperer at Four Pines. Now, can I just say something, Sarah, before we bring you in and, and, and Jace? For the listeners here who uh, have seen the Four Pines TV ads yeah. or yet to see it, and when they do see it, if you want to sort of try and paint an image of who Sarah is, she's the one that takes a big skull out of a, of a pint right. and she's got a big white frothy mull at the end of it. So she's got a moustache. Yeah. That's a nice way to start the interview off, isn't it? Hello, Sarah. <laughs> G'day. How are you going? Good. Quick question. Off the top, what? What does a beer whisperer do at Four Pines? Mm. Look, it's it's a tough job. Uh, it involves a fair bit of beer tasting. Oh. Um, uh, nine o'clock in the morning start. Uh, brewers will pop a beer under your nose and say, what do you think about this? Oh. And, uh, you know, you've got to be a trooper. You've got to give them the honest feedback. Yeah, of course. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The beer whisperer, yeah, it just communicates and, and whispers to beer, really. Sats, yeah, yeah. I'd I'd ask. I look. I didn't quite taste on that one. Can let's go again. Now, Sarah, we know that Jace, our producer here, who we also call Woogie, um, he's become one of the Four Pines ambassadors. Now, what attributes do you require to have to be a Four Pines ambassador? Well, look, I think you just got to be able to know when to and how to have a good time. That's me. Done. Great you chat. Do yeah, so great doesn't chat. Matter Perfect. What, doesn't matter what time of the day. Right. <laughs> no. Oh, look, you know. Responsibly. Yeah, that's right. Tell us about the characters behind the scenes at Four Pines. Well, we've got a bunch of legends at Four Pines that are um, really passionate about making good beer, um, passionate about having good times as well. So we've been around now for 12 years, and um, the original brewer who once was a lone wolf, he... Uh, He's now got a, a team around him of about 25. So um, he's got the responsibility of brewing all of our small batch beers. He releases about 90 unique beer styles a year with his team. And um, honestly, it just comes down to loving what you do mm. and enjoying yourself and you turn up to work. So all the beer whisperer and all the other characters, where do they go each day to, uh, to taste the beer? Where's it all brewed? Well, we started our journey back in 2008 in our little brew pub in Manly. Uh, it was just a small little venue for the locals. And since then, we've expanded. So we've got a number of um, venues across Australia and a couple of breweries as well that we're brewing from. So we're all rocking up to different sites or, you know, we've got beer lovers on the road. Um, but, yeah, 
I mean, there's there's so much going on around around the Four Pines venue. So we're either at a brewery, at a venue, or on the road. Four Pines Brewing Co. filled with real characters. It's the beer that's welcome everywhere, including the Sports Day fridge. And maybe there's a few in mine as well, to be honest. Sarah, the beer whisperer from Four Pines, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks so much for having me. No doubt. Let's get to a break. This is Sports Day for Keys Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. When we come back, John Cartwright, assistant coach for the Brisbane Broncos, next on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Red Energy, for 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's Open Season. On now with match-winning deals. Welcome back to Sports Day. Scott Sattler, Jason Matthews for your Thursday Arvo. Uh, it's time to talk rugby league. And one of the good guys of the game, he's coached the Titans. He's a former Panther. He's been... Roosters. Roosters. Australia, New South Wales. Uh, Manly as yeah. well. And now living the high life on the streets of Brisbane as assistant coach of the Broncos, uh, Cardi. John Cartwright, welcome to Sports Day. Good afternoon, boys. Can you just confirm from his introduction, you're actually not living on the streets in Brisbane. You've actually got a house, haven't you? Uh, yeah, mate. Yeah, although I'm, I'm pretty uh, uh, flexible, so that's, you know that. If, uh, we, have a, we, we don't have a better year than last year. I might end up out there. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, before we talk about actual rugby league, Cardio, and, and you are one of the good guys. You're one of the real easygoing guys of rugby league. And um, joining up with your good mate, Kevy Walters, who you toured with in 1990. Um, is there days where you sit back and talk about your near-death experience in France France on the 1990 Kangaroo Tour? Mate, we, we've covered it once. Uh, yeah, a lot of these, well, none of these boys were probably born when we were touring over there. And uh, it was a, yeah, it was, mate, it was one of those, it was a, the Kangaroo Tour was everything that I'd ever dreamed of. It was so much fun and that was just a little bit of a byproduct of probably having a bit too much fun, mate. So, so what happened? You were trying to get into a club, but the guy at the club opened up the little peephole, didn't he? And, and who, who ended up? Oh yeah, he, he wasn't real impressed because we were we were just looking for something to eat. It was a bit, you know, it was getting a bit late at night, and we were both a bit peckish, so we just went for a wander around the corner, and uh, we there was a little peephole knocked on the door, and he he sort of probably didn't like the look of us, you know. We were, we were, uh, Probably a bit loud, and I was sort of a biggish sort of guy, and uh, opened up the. He just opened up the door and, and uh, unloaded on us with a can of mace, and it, it, it didn't tickle me. <laughs> a can of mace. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious! It's funny every time we hear that. Badge tells a, a beautiful story. That now, and with Kevy, in all seriousness, Cardi, when you were playing against him and playing with him on tour, was he the, was he the sort of guy that you would you would you felt would always end up in some sort of coaching capacity? I, I did, mate. He was those the Broncos in those days were just you know Kevy, Alf, uh, well, those two in particular because you know, you probably noticed them because they you know they were they were so competitive you know and I think you know when they were sort of at the peak of their powers that's when the Broncos started to win uh, premierships. It was uh, it was on you know a lot of it was on the back. I think Kevy's won five, maybe even six. I'm not sure. You know that's a, that's a real rare feat uh, in the modern game for one player to win so many grand finals and. Uh, look, he knew the game inside out. Uh, he's a real uh, people person. He's a man's man. Um, and, mate, the, the bottom line, you know, he, 
talk a lot about you know tactics and that sort of stuff in the in the game. But if you haven't got competitors, um, you know tactics go out the window. And he's he's certainly instill a, you know in trying to instill a competitive spirit in, amongst the players. Let's talk about the 2020 group. We saw what happened. They finished 16th. They didn't look committed. They had a gender reveal party at the end of the season, the middle of Suncorp Stadium after the fans have just been badly let down. You come up to Brisbane. What's your first impression of the squad, Cardi? Well, I, I came in um, with a with a clean slate, mate. You know, you, when you're with other, another club and you, you're sort of doing your best at that, that club as well, you just you sort of only tend to focus on them when you when you have to play them. I think we only got them to play them once uh, last year. So, I, mate, I came in with with a clean slate. I, you know, I knew where they'd finished, and you know, I knew, uh, you know, sort of a, a, a little about the players and their roster that they had. Um, the thing that strikes me most is how young they are. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, none of them were born when, when when I was playing. So they, you know, they are they really are a young group. Um, but they do, I, I think they're, they're loaded with talent. I think it's you know the, if they can keep the majority of the group together, uh, this year is going to be a big improvement on last year. And you know if they can add to it and maintain, you know I think they're uh, they're going to be a force in the future. Now, when you say you only faced them once or twice last year, Cardi, when you were coaching against them, what was your impression of them? Like, how did you coach against them to beat them? What were the main focuses? Uh, well, we they they jumped out to a big lead, you know, and we sort of sort of said, I remember leading in the game, we were saying, you know, that they were very young, but they were, you know, they were, they would keep coming all day, and they got out to a, a, a pretty uh, good lead. Um, and you know, mainly we had a, we were pretty well full strength at that time. We just sort of wore them down at the end of the game. But you you, you could see, you know, the, that they were whilst there was a lot of talent there. There's also you know a, a lot of inexperience and just the ability to hang in the game. Uh, you know, that's I know that's what we spoke about. That man, he was just sort of whatever happened, stay in the game. That you know, we, hopefully we could prey on their inexperience towards the back end of the game, and that's sort of how it panned out. And, just looking at a lot of their results last year, you know, they were in the game mm. right up till the very end, especially earlier in the year. Um, and it was probably only, you know, just a, a guys with a, with a lack of NRL games experience um, that, that stopped them from getting over the line. Who's impressed you, Cardi, on, since you've come to the club? Uh, it's a tough one. Mate. It's been a really tough off-season. Like, all clubs sort of up the ante every year, and I think that's where the improvement comes. You know, these... these uh, Trainers and conditioners, they just keep finding a way to get them fitter and stronger. But the young centre there, Tessie New, I know they, they blooded him last year. Um, he, he's, he's, well, to me, he looks like he's filled out a lot. He's, you know, he's very dynamic, very, I know, reading about him last year, they had high hope for him. He copped an injury, but he's had a full off season. Certainly been uh, very impressed with him. Um, Payne Haas, uh, again, you know, only very young. I think those boys are both maybe only 20. Um, you know, Payne sort of came in after, you know, after Christmas. Uh, like, he's the size of the bloke is... I don't think everyone knows how big he is, but I don't think everyone knows how fit he is, you know. <laughs> he's still about the best bloke at the club. Um, you know, uh, Tom Dearden, Tom Flegler. These, these guys, again, I just keep talking about how young they are. You know, they've had another off-season under their belt. Uh, the experience of last year, I think, is going to... Whilst no-one wants to finish there, um, you certainly, if you have, you don't want to finish there again. So I think that's going to hold them in good stead. 
There's a young player there, Cardi, who I've been watching since he's about 14 years of age, and he's playing in the trial tomorrow night at fullback. Young Reese Walsh, only 17 years of age. I think he's he's got a huge future in the game if he lives up to his potential. What have, what have you made of him? Yeah, mate, I probably I could have mentioned any number of guys, um, and he he certainly would be one, mate. He's he's got a he's a he's he's a footballer, I suppose, is the best way to describe him. There's there's nothing um, sort of textbook about him. He, you know, he does everything right, and he's a, he's fast and all that. But he, mate, he's just got a he's got that little bit of uh, spunk about him that I yeah. that you know that players that you've got a bit of that swagger. You know, they've got a bit of footy about them. Um, and for again, for his age, yeah, what you say, he's about eighteen years of age. You know, he's he's got no trouble getting him on the line and telling internationals, you know, which way to go. And and if they don't do it, he's got no problem in in, in telling them that they they should have went where I told you to. So, not in a bad way. I, you know, he's a he's a lovely kid. He's always got a smile on his face, and he bounces into training. And you know, he's for his age and physically where he's going to get to. He's certainly got a lot of talent. Um, you guys close to uh, naming a captain? Oh, not yet, mate. I think they'll. It'll. it'll yeah, we've got a main trial next week, um, and I, you know, I think that'll be a fair indication of, of who will be the captain uh, going forward. But it is a, you know, you know, Alex Glenn's obviously there. Um, you know, Ben Teo's there. Uh, you know, Andrew McCulloch probably would have been in line, but but he's he's not going to be there. You have got Anthony Milford. You know, who's had a, you know got a lot of experience and who knows what a, you know the captaincy would do um, for a guy like Anthony. So, uh, in all honesty, Kevin hasn't totally made his mind up. You know they're the sort of type of they're the names that he, that he's sort of mentioned. But I think next week when he names the side, will be a fair indication who it will be. Um, I, I'm going to throw one in there as well. Perhaps Cam Smith. Well, he, he'd be real handy, mate, if we could, <laughs> if we could get him across the line. But um, have the, I think have he's the, playing have... for Corumbin, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you, say, you won't be able to get him from Corumbin. Bugger. All right. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. So we, uh, the, the club hasn't, are you able to comment? Has the club spoken to Cam about possibly paying? Mate, paying? No, I, I don't think so. No, it hasn't been mentioned to us as, as coaches. You know, I think any, anything to do with Cameron, I think, is, would be would be uh, just between Cameron and whoever was talking to him at the yeah. stage. I think until yeah, he probably I'd say he hasn't in all honesty made his mind up yet of, of what he wants to do. He hasn't certainly hasn't let it be known. So I think you know any sort of negotiations I think would be uh, at top secret. But you're not across you know, those like that. Well, you know, no, 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 mate, no. <laughs> we just we just teach him to run hard and tackle hard. Now, there's one thing, okay, that I know Cam Smith's very good at, and it's it's wrestling. Apparently, he's got this amazing strength. Now, he's been doing it for a while. And Car- refereeing. Well, Cardi knows where I'm going with this because Cardi was doing wrestling before rugby league teams were doing wrestling. He's like the self-proclaimed world champion wrestler. <laughs> now, Cardi, to date, has anyone beaten you yet in a one-on-one wrestle? No, they haven't, mate, and, and they won't because I've retired. <laughs> I had my last bout about two or three years ago. Um I, I called it a draw, and I decided that was that was it, no more. Did you have a wrestling name, Cardi? One of my favourites from Rocky is Thunderlips. Did you did you give yourself a wrestling name? No, I, I probably should have. I uh, <laughs> I used to love watching the wrestling as well, so it, you know I was right into it. But no, I didn't, mate. I, uh, I, unfortunately, most of the time I, I was ambushed, and it was you know I had to I had to sort of <laughs> he was. Uh, I was in self-defence mode most of the time, but 
This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Red Energy for 100% Australian electricity and gas and Kia's open season on now with match winning deals. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, just before we get to our hot topic on 0477-736-736 or shoot us a text, one 1533 Who's your favourite Indigenous player and also the your favourite uh, Maori player? Before we do that, our trial on uh, going at the moment, mate. Uh, 10-6, the Eels are leading Dragons yep. at Net Strata Jubilee Oval at the moment. Yeah. It's good that the trials have started, haven't they? It's, I love, what I love about the trials is finding a player that you haven't seen much of before and watching their progression through through the season. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I was just saying to you off the air, I'm going, Jordan Rankin's playing for the Eels. Yeah, Jordan Rankin. Remember, he made his debut at 16. So, yeah. He was in year 11 for the Gold Coast Titans up against, I think it was uh, Newcastle. So what is he now, about 21, 22? Yeah. <laughs> That's incredible, isn't he went it? went over to England as well, yeah. All righty. Your text messages, favourite Indigenous players or, or Maori players uh, ahead of the Indigenous All-Stars versus Maori All-Stars Saturday yeah, night. Yeah, some of the texts. Again, on 0477-736-736. Ian Russell. This is from Sensei Tormina. Ian Russell, Illawarra. What a great ball player he was too. He was so hard to play against. I'm going to read out Craig from Lismore's really soon because I agree with him. Badge would agree with Craig from Lismore as well. He's put two names in, one that I think is – the greatest Indigenous player we've seen. Chicka Ferguson is the other. Yeah. One of Badger, well, Badger's favourite player of all time to play with. Now, cheers, Glenn. Thanks for texting us, Glenn. Uh, Ewan McGrady was my favourite player as a, as a Mad Dogs fan. Now, you've got to remember, Ewan McGrady had a breakout season. 1991, he won the Rothmans medal. He was such an introvert, he didn't want to go, and they realised he was in the room, he was going to win it. He wasn't at the Rothmans wow. medal. They had to get a police escort to go to his home, find a suit, and get him to the get him to the um, to the ballroom before they announced the 1991 Rothmans medal. He was That's an incredible. absolute freak. He was, yeah. And we were talking about Kevin Walters before, and and Ian says, yeah, I've had enough of Cameron Smith's future. Does anyone except maybe Kevin Walters really care? Um, mm. Yeah, I don't think I think a lot of people are over it. But uh, who is your favourite Indigenous okay, player? So can we start with the Maori players? Yep. Okay, um, Benji Marshall, number four. He changed the way that kids looked at looked at rugby league as well, the yeah. way that he played. Stacey Jones, number three. Oh, how could you forget? Yeah. In fact, I, I reckon he is one of the best halfbacks ever to play oh, the game. Oh, he's great. Uh, number, number two, many, many people may raise their eyes because they think him as, as a coach, but he was a great player. Stephen Kearney. Yep. Amazing. My favourite Maori player of all time. He was a nightmare to play against, but an absolute gentleman off the field. Ruben Wiki, the mus. Yeah. yeah, he's Maori and Samoan heritage, yeah. but just an absolute gentleman off the field but just tried to absolutely decapitate you on it. <laughs> Have you got an Indigenous list? Yep. Uh, Preston Campbell. At what? So, okay, Steve Renoff. Number what? Four. Four. Number three, Gordon Tallis. Of course. The Raging, the raging Bull. Bull. Yeah. He's great. Yep. Tas- uh, Townsville boy. Uh, number two, and only just by a whisker, Preston Campbell. Yep. And number one, Laurie Daly. Laurie Daly. And this is where uh, Craig from Lismore, he says outside of Laurie Daly, I'd have to say Chicka Ferguson. I, I love Laurie Daly. I, it was just a nightmare to play against, but just one of the world's nicest men as well and a, a proud Indigenous 
Indigenous man as well. He's the coach of the Indigenous side. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All righty. Uh, what do you think of that list? Do you want to add anyone to the list? Uh, shoot us a text, 0477-736-736. You'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for Kia's open season. On now with match-winning deals. When we come back, Sats is going to preview the Bulldogs season for 2021. And our Racing Queensland update next. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For red energy. For 100% Australian electricity and gas. And Kia's open season. On now with match winning deals. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Uh, certainly is. And the man who's got all the good oil on what's happening in racing in Queensland, Chris Nelson. G'day. How are you, Jase? Good, mate. We're, um, we're all excited about a big weekend in racing. What's going on? Yeah, well, the fields are now out for the Gold Coast on Saturday, of course, and Toowoomba Saturday night. We don't race at the Sunshine Coast this Sunday. That's because we race there on Friday evening. So that's another meeting. And, of course, uh, the big or the main meeting on Saturday will be at Eagle Farm. So plenty of racing around over the weekend. We just need this rain to just go away a little bit. would be nice. All righty, mate. Everyone standing by your early mail for Saturday. All right, here we go. Eagle Farm Saturday, race two, number four, Joymaker. Third up from a break, steps up to a more suitable distance in a small field and sitting around $7 as we speak. So I think there's good value there, race two, number four, Joymaker. Race seven, number three, Tycoon Evie. She was good at 1,400 last time. Uh, She goes to 1,600 metres this time. I think that'll suit her. She'll race up on the speed. And she's being talked about being a, an Oaks contender. That's the case. She'll need to beat these, and I think she will. Race eight, number three, best ever is the horse we spoke about last night. Uh, didn't run at Doomman today. They're keeping this one for Eagle Farm Saturday. Beautifully bred. Just keep an eye on the market moves there, though. And race nine, number one, Stuttering, who was just touched off, of course, in the Magic Millions, or one of those Magic Millions races on the day. Has had a run since. Wasn't far away. I think it will lead from that gate uh, on Saturday and be hard to run down. It's also around uh, 5 or $6. So it's in good value throughout the day, Jase. All right, matey. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week at Eagle Farm, the Gold Coast and the Sunshine Coast. We'll catch you on Monday. Yeah, have a great weekend. All right, Chris Nelson right there. Radio Sats, time to preview the Bulldogs season uh, for 2021. They finished 15th last year. We're working our way up to the Premier's. Eight uh, gains in the off-season. They had a lot of gains uh, and a lot of Bulldogs fans. We get a lot of feedback from Bulldogs fans, don't we? A lot of uh, listeners text in. And they had some really good gains. Corey Allen from the Gold Coast, uh, from South Sydney, I should say. Nick Kotrick. Is a, they're both tremendous signings. Kyle Flanagan, they're getting him at the right time. Still young, fresh, but he comes from really good stock. Jack Hetherington from the Panthers and spent some time with the Warriors. And um, so there's some really good good sign is Corey Waddell from Manly Seagulls, who's, who I think potentially could be a really good player as well, back rower. Uh, they lost uh, Jack Cogger, went to uh, England. Kieran Fawner, of course, went to Manly. Kieran Holland, he retired. Uh, Timmy Lafoy. Marcelo Montoya, I think, is a, a bit of a loss for them. He's gone to the Warriors. Remus Smith, who's gone to the yeah. Melbourne Storm to replace Suliasi Vunavalu. Siaso Su has gone to the Newcastle Knights. So 
They've actually had. What about Harawira and Naira? Harawira and Naira went to. The oh, but that was last yeah, year. it was middle of the year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they've actually had some some pretty big losses, I think, across mm. the playing group. But they've really replaced them well. They've recruited well, and I expect that with the players they've recruited, with Corey Allen, Nick Cotrick, Kyle Flanagan, and even Jack Hetherington, who who is a very good attacking front rower. I think he's he's going to be a front rower. There's, they've tried to play him in the back row. I think he's more of a front rower. A lot of those players are good attacking players or potentially good attacking players. So with the style that Barrett is going to coach, uh, I anticipate the signings they've they've got is going to completely complement the way that he coaches. Wow, that's completely different to, say, the Broncos who you yeah. previewed last well, they're night. they're so young and naive, yeah. the Bronco players. And, of course, they picked up Trent Barrett. Of course. You know, he's... And he's admitted that he's learned a lot from his first stint. You do. You continue, You still continue to, to develop yourself as a coach. It doesn't matter how long you've been coaching in the game. Yes, you got your philosophies, and you'd like to think after 20 years you've been doing it, everything okay, but you still continue developing, and, and Trent Barrett's still developing. And part of his greatest development is that he's admitted that he could he can learn from his the first time at the Manly Warringah Seagulls. So... Uh, I'm really interested to see what Trent Barrett brings to, the, to this side. He was a tremendous player, had a great vision for the game, and he's a great guy off the field as well. So uh, I think the players will have a good connection with him. He's well, Adam Elliott, I mean, he's gotten into a bit of trouble in the last last week, and we spoke to him a, a couple of weeks ago, and he said he's uh, he, he loves Trent Barrett. Nothing to be complimentary about yeah. what he's learnt, yeah. Um, who should we look out for? I think I think Jack Hetherington, if he can I, – I love his aggression – but there are times when you've got to curb your aggression. You've got to use it to your advantage. It's got to be controlled aggression. Uh, if he can control that and play 20 games this year for the Bulldogs, minimum, I think he, I think he's a real X factor for the Bulldogs in the forward pack. And also Matt Dory, he's a young back row. He's 20 years of age. Uh, he scored a try and debut last year against the West Tigers. Came from their Jersey flag team. Uh, he's developed really well. I. I I'm looking forward to seeing Matty Dory play. What's your prediction? Where will they finish? Was I think they'll improve. Last year? Yeah, yep. I think they'll improve. They're fifteenth, as you said. Oh, I, I don't think they'll make the eight, Jace, but I think they will. I think they'll pressure a lot of those teams sitting around sort of sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth. I'm I'm thinking around sort of tenth or eleventh. Well, is that a pass mark? Yeah, I think it is absolutely. Even though they've had a lot of really good off-season signings, they probably expect more the Bulldogs fans. But softly, softly, you know, I, I think if they recruit well like they have this year, they pick up another couple of players next year. Yep. I think we start seeing the Bulldogs back in the top eight yeah. in All the right. next couple of years. Okay, that's a great preview. Thank you, Sats. Um, who finished 14th last year? Here's a quick test for you. Um, you worked that out while I read this. North this Queensland. Is North Queensland. So on Monday, we'll do the North Queensland Cowboys. This is sports day. It's open season at Kia with match-winning deals and Australia's best seven-year warranty across the range. As we go to a break, keep your texts coming through, 0477 736 736. We want to hear about your favourite Maori and Indigenous plays. This is Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back.
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.